It's been 10 games only, but something's up. You see it. I see it. People are hitting me up saying, talk about it. Guys don't look the same. And it's either the ball or it's the rule changes. And this will kind of confirm that everything that I used to speak on over the years, efficiency now, don't talk to me about efficiency these past five, six years. Because Kobe Bryant would have shot 55% in a season with this type of coverage, with the amount of work that he put in, the reps he had, he would have shot 55%. Vince Carter, T-Mac, AI, Gilbert, you know, the casuals and the efficiency nerds that started watching basketball in 2014 would be like, oh, oh, those guys weren't efficient. They weren't as efficient as a Steph or this and then a Harden and all these guys. Uh, something's up right now. And look, the ball thing, the ball complaint, I get it. It's valid. What makes me think it's not the ball is the fact that these guys had the entire summer to play with it. They practiced and put up reps with it the entire summer. Now, don't get me wrong. I already know that Spalding ball was different. It was much different than the Wilson. I used to do it the other way around. Regular Hoopers, all you know that if you've played with the Wilson or Baden and then switched to NBA Spalding, it just hits different. It's a fuck. You feel like an alien. It, the ball is harder to grip. It takes time to break in. It comes off your fingers a little bit different. It hits the rim a little harder. Um, it, it just feels a little bit heavier. It's weird. Um, I'm guessing these guys dealt with that, but I thought they would have the reps going in, you know, because these guys had an entire summer to get those same reps up with their workouts. You know, you're putting up five, 600, 700 shots a day easy. Uh, so what makes me think it is the ball is guys like Curry and Dame are missing very makeable open threes. Uh, other than that, I hope it, it, I mean, if it's the rule changes and I love the rule changes, I love that they ain't calling ticky tack fouls. I love that they're not honoring manipulation and blatant flopping. And you really got to, you're basically, you know, like a defender can now get in you a little bit uh, and not be scared to touch you, you know, and you can't just initiate contact on your own and get sent to the line. Now go get a couple free throws and build a rhythm. Go get, you know, go get yourself going and hit a few jumpers, end up with 40, 50. Why have we not seen that many 40s and 50s so far? I know it's 10 games, but I remember what guys were doing a couple of years back, you know, in the first couple of weeks, you'd see 55, 53, 60, you know, shit like that. And I'm like, you're not seeing it something's up and if it's not the ball it's the rule changes and if it's the rule changes we got to revisit how we've been talking about basketball and about certain guys over the past few years because this era is you know to this day is inflated scoring wise it's too up and down it's too spaced out when they made that no touch rule it changed everything that's why you saw the numbers go up more than anything the efficiency you know how good nba pros are tracy mcgrady who puts up all these shots all summer and all his fucking life you think he wouldn't have shot 53 percent with single coverage man to man spaced out one-on-one -on -one, can't touch him he would have had a 50 percent season he would have been like katie right now so hey look you, you, these guys are being forced to go get straight up buckets um i hope it ain't i hope it ain't the rules because like fuck like then it's like yo when shit got real like what happened like the numbers changed you know it's not just dame you, you know trey young devin booker jason tatum uh, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry is shooting an unusual, the best shooter ever, 41%. Although that would probably confirm it's the ball, right? But no, look, guys are being able to get in guys and, and not let them catch that type of rhythm. You can't just go effortlessly size a guy up like it's a workout and just get up shots. Something's changed. And, uh, you know, if, if it is the ball, I get that. I totally understand that. They put up a million reps with the other ball. Now they're switching. It's going to take time to adjust. We're going to have to revisit this. But if you really look, the one thing that's making me think it might be the rules and it's key, this is deep. The guys that are shining the most right now to me, the ones where I'm watching them, because like in that old era, 30 would feel like 40, like it's felt like how 40 felt the past few years, 50. 
you know, you'd go to school the next day after a 35 point game and it was just all tough buckets. Uh, if it's the rules, we're about to be in for a great, great playoff because these 27s and 28s are about to feel like 40s. Every bucket becomes very tough to get in the NBA then when the game slows down. But especially, and then guys can touch you and rough you up a little bit. Um, it's still soft compared to what it once was. Those guys were going through a lot of hell to score, especially in the slower age, half court age, with no secondary help like that. Um, but if right now these guys, who's shining? Kevin Durant and Paul George. Carmelo's hitting open threes, but his percentages have gone up too. Those three guys came up in a different time. Up until 2014, the three-level score was very crucial. The wing score from the wing, that was like a three-level score was very crucial. They had to play through no calls. They couldn't manipulate. They couldn't flop. They had to get themselves going with tough makes and with a hand in their face or get to the cup and hit through contact. And um, you see it now. Uh, Paul George, like when he's having 35, 40-point games and everyone else looks so normal compared to him, Duran as well. Uh, he's the best player in the world, but still something looks different. These guys are shining more because the game's kind of like roughened up and that's who, that was their game. That was their type of game. So I'm looking at PG and KD especially and even Melo. Like, they look like their old original selves that emerged when they were younger. Um, maybe maybe I'm overthinking that. Maybe it's something to it. Maybe it's just a small sample size. But something's there and those guys look pretty comfortable right now. Like they've seen this before. And it makes sense because they didn't emerge in the post-2015 era where it got softer. They emerged pre-2012, like around then-ish, right? 2013. Uh, PG, especially Duran, really early. So let's see. Something's up. Uh, we'll talk on it more. Let's see. Let's let's keep it going. It's going to take these guys time to adjust, uh, but we'll see. This episode was brought to you by Prize Picks, the most simple and easy-to-use sports fantasy app on the market right now. You can get it at the App Store. You can get it at Google Play. And right now, if you enter the code BDS, and the link's in the bio, the link's in the description here, and you enter the code BDS on the app, they're going to instantly match up to $100 of your initial deposit. So if you put in 40 bucks, they're going to match that with 40 bucks. And you got so many fun options, so many different player props. You can go the over on Luca. You can go the under on a guy like Jason Tatum right now for points or rebounds or assists or whatever you want to do. And earn up to 10 times what you put in. You can make two to five picks per entry. And they just have so many different options. It's so straightforward and simple to use. I love it. Uh, I'm going to be giving away tips and analysis and breakdowns on each pick soon. Um, my favorite picks and going over and under, giving you guys, you know, uh, something to choose for the day. Let's see. Let's see. Put my knowledge to test and see what I'm about as well. Check them out. Prize picks.